What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies DraftKings preview for the 2021 Arnold Palmer Invitational from Bay Hill in Orlando, Florida. I'm DB, your host. I have the beautiful, the talented, the Ted Cruz-esque, formerly Kirby Smart, birthday boy himself, my co-host, mm. my partner in crime, my buddy, my uh, one of my best friends, Patrick Perry. 44 years old today, Pat. 44 years old. How you feeling, buddy, and happy birthday? Well, I feel good. It's, it's, uh, I don't feel 44. I think I'm a, I'm a young 44. Um, you know, and here's the thing. I like even numbers. As anybody knows that listens to us, I'm, I'm very oh, OCD. God. And not only am I an even number this year, because let's just say 2020 was a, just a crap show and I was 43. But this year I'm 44 and I have to I get a four and a four. So it's like I'm getting all the best of both worlds. It's going to be a fantastic year. Cannot wait. And uh, you know what? I'm ready to go for the Arnold Palmer. It's going to be a great course. I got a good little brew here, uh, a little little compass rose from service brewing company which is a local brewing company here in savannah oh okay i'm uh, i've got the wild leap tonight little vodka tonight first time i've had some some vodka here in a little bit on the tour junkies podcast but i'm gonna rock and roll with it uh the show is presented to you by our friends at fantasy national it's the place for stats for uh if you need course history if you need recent results if you need uh you know all these stats and stuff for the pga tour for the corn Ferry tour fantasynational.com is where it's all at we've been using fantasy national for like four years now they're the go-to spot go to fantasynational.com slash tj uh and you get 20 percent off any membership level they have weekly memberships monthly or annual memberships and if you pick the weekly to maybe try it out and you, you get the 20 percent off and then you go the next week and go this is awesome i want it for a year um and you upgrade you still get to keep the 20 percent off and all the data at fantasynational.com is clean PGA Tour data. They have a relationship with the PGA Tour, shot link data, CDW, everything that the tour uses to get data. Fantasy National takes it, and it's all above board, which a lot of websites out there don't have that. So make sure you're getting it at fantasynational.com slash TJ. And you can put in a promo code there if you want. You don't have to, but fantasynational.com slash TJ is how you get the 20% off. This is going to be a fun show tonight. We are going to strictly be talking about DraftKings in this episode. We're going to try something different this week. Uh, DraftKings pr- uh, preview in this episode, and then we're going to wait about five minutes after we get done recording this. We're going to go live again on YouTube and, uh, and get into the betting preview. So two separate podcasts and two separate YouTube videos for DraftKings or betting if you're interested in that. So make sure you check out the other show. Uh, we've got Pat's birthday tonight, and I'm very excited. We're going to have a few listener voicemails on each episode tonight. A couple of listeners called in. Actually, a lot of listeners called in, Pat. I actually had to take some out, so I didn't have time to play all of them. If you don't get your voicemail played, I'm very sorry, but I will make sure Pat knows that you called and left him a voicemail. We just had too many options, but I'm going to play a few for you tonight on the DraftKings episode, and then I'm going to play a few more for you on the betting episode. It'll be the first time Pat's hearing him, too, so we're going to get live reaction from the birthday boy they're pretty funny. There's a couple of good ones in here. There's a couple of good ones. I'm excited about it. Are you excited about it? Or are you nervous? I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I will admit that I um it was hard for me not to 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 listen to them because I can see I could see them coming in throughout the day. There were more than I thought would come in. So I was a little bit surprised, but I am excited to listen to them. We'll see how this goes. Um 
and I appreciate you putting these together. You know, it's weird that out of all the podcasts that we've done, this is the first time that I think, you know, one of our birthdays has actually fallen on the day yeah. of podcast. So, well, my uh, birthday will never fall on the day because it's in December. It's literally in like the three weeks that the tour isn't playing. So that will never happen to me. Um, but th- thanks. Yeah, th- this is interesting. I do think it's the only time. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please leave a chat, a comment. Okay, we need your comments. It helps the algorithm. Now, if you're watching live, we see all the live love and we appreciate it, but that doesn't count for the algorithm. I don't know. YouTube's weird. After the show is done and uploaded, then put a comment on the YouTube page and tell Pat happy birthday and maybe a favorite memory you have of him. Or um, do you think he looks more like Ted Cruz or some other person uh, figure out there? Like, maybe say that and hit the thumbs up and the subscribe don't forget to do that um pat it was uh it was a good week uh, it was a good week more colin morikawa dominated another jack nicholas golf course he dominated another workday event i don't want to get into it too much because it's it, concession was great love the golf course uh you and i were not on colin morikawa our, our buddy ben little was and ben was in the chalk or was in the nut hut uh talking him up on wednesday night i was in there with him he may have taken advantage of drunk me in the chat on Wednesday night, which I feel like is probably not the first time he's taken advantage of a drunk man. Uh, but that's, that's just hearsay. I'm not confirming or denying that, but I do feel like I got taken advantage of a little bit. I lost a bet. Sung J.M. versus Colin Morikawa. Therefore, now Ben is going to send me a pair of pants. Uh, he's going to send me a pair of pants. Very baggy, pleated, old school like 90s golf pants that i have to wear at my next member event um at champions retreat so i'll be everyone will be wondering what in the world i'm wearing and ben's been like all over the nut hut soliciting pants ideas and all of you in the nut hut who are giving him ideas i see you and i know who you are okay and i have your credit card information actually i don't it's tokenized don't worry about it Anyway. Well, I hate that I missed this. Like, it, it obviously got lit in the nut hut when I wasn't even it was in lit. there. Yeah, I took the night off. But um, hmm. uh, I'm kind of glad it was you because I would have lost some bet to Ben and it would have been probably worse than that. You've had to wear baggy pants before, but they were mine. They probably weren't as gross as the 90s, but they were probably close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it's, I, I've changed my ways since then. I mean, I don't, I don't wear those anymore. So. A lot of people don't know that, that when Pat and I first met, six years ago pat was still wearing pleated everything shorts pants it was not until he met me that he got rid of all his pleats and began rocking flat front anything so everyone and sally your wife can thank me for that anyway i don't want to i don't want to get into that but props to our nut hut listener league winners as well b m b mcnerlin won the puerto rico one 569 and a half DraftKings points raleigh rowley lind raleigh lind won the wgc at 554 uh, DraftKings points. Congrats to those two. You both are now going to make it to the finals in the summer for a chance to win a trip to come play golf in Augusta. Expenses paid with me and Pat. Champions retreat. Maybe another special place. We don't know. You got to find out. You got you to get in the Nut Hut. You got to join the Nut Hut. And uh, we got a, a couple special Nut Hut announcements coming up real soon. We're going to have a special guest here in just a few minutes. The, uh, there's so many reasons to join the Nut Hut right now. It's insane. Before we go too much further, though, Pat, I want to go ahead and kick it off with a listener voicemail. And this is a special one. I feel like, 
I feel like I had to do this one first. You know, sometimes people say you should save the best for last. I, I kind of feel like, nah, you know, people might be bored by the time we get to the end. So I want to make sure everyone hears this one because this one made me laugh out loud. And I am so grateful. I'm so, so, so grateful mm-hmm. that we have this. I'm probably going to clip this at some point, save the soundbite, and play it frequently on the show. Uh, I'm very excited about it. And it, it's, from, it's from none other than, than the man you shared a sack with. And that is your, your identical twin brother, Chris Perry, Direct TV Perry, as I like to call him. Perry 2.0, as some people call him. Mm, here we go. Who, uh, who, who is also his birthday. So happy birthday to Chris. Uh, much love, man. Wish I could see you on your birthday. But you guys, this is a good one. I can't wait for this one. Uh, is everybody ready for DirecTV Perry? Let's hear from him. Uh, good evening, Tour Junkies. This is uh, DirecTV Perry. Sounds just like Pat. Or Pat 2.0. Whichever you want to use. I'm just calling to wish my brother a very happy birthday. What better way to celebrate Pat's birthday than this past Saturday at the Landings Club, Pat's private gated community, where we played golf, and on the 15th hole of par five, he had 250 yards into the green, smoked a three-wood. Smoked it. Just seemed like it was going straight for the group in front of us. He thought he had them. He yelled four. Four! We had a quick laugh. <laughs> we raced ahead to apologize to the group in front of us where the old lady turned around to him and said, you weren't even close. It was at least 40 or 50 yards behind us. Don't worry about it. Happy birthday from one short knocker to another, Pat. Have a great night. Cheers. You had the old lady tell you you weren't even close. You're at least forty to fifty yards behind us. Let me when let I me say that you know, three wood two fifty out. In I every voice, every voicemail, and every story, there's always <laughs> there's always a little bit of an embellishment uh, that comes with comes with every story. Oh but I can God. honestly say that there was no embellishment with that story. I hit that three wood about as good as I can possibly hit a three wood, and we thought we had killed this old lady up there. And no, I mean, she did. She could have just said, hey, thank you for calling, saying four, like a gentleman. No, she had to actually say, yeah, you weren't even close. I don't even know why you even yelled for. She lit you up. Bradley says he pounded that three with 225. Bradley, I don't think it was 225. I, don't, I think 225 is generous. So you're- it was actually, I will say that was where it was. Chris was a little bit off. It was probably about 225 because I remember I shot it to the green and I remember thinking there's no way I can get it there anyway because I think it was like 265 <laughs> to the green. So I was about 40 or 50 yards short, but it was, it was like 220, 225. You hit it on the titties, didn't you? You hit it right in the center. Oh, I've smoked it. That's why I thought I was going to kill four and you were It like, was straight oh, at there. the pin, too. It was straight at the pin. I was like, this thing is the best shot I've hit all day. That, I'm going to hit, hit, hit the first par five I've hit in two and, since I was in college. In that, in that <laughs> old, old Barb put you on blast right off the rip, too. Just didn't she even. She was actually, Chris can attest, she was actually younger than we thought. We, we say old lady, but she was younger. Oh, God. In the comments, uh, in the in the comments, just give me a name for who that old lady might have been. Give me a name. Like, what do you think her name was? Gated community. Really short. I mean, let me describe her though. She had like really short hair, but it kind of flipped out the bottom of her like bucket hat. Like, okay. Mm. Mm. I mean, that story just I loved it. We're gonna hear from a couple more. Uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, direct TV. 
Good job. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I thought that was going. All right, Pat. Uh, let's get into this. We're g- so with this new format, um, it's going to be fun. We're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to have a little bit longer maybe to break through to break down some of the the DFS stuff, the DraftKings plays. Kind of talk through that a little bit, um, and then we're going to have the sportsbook the sportsbook uh, episode later. You know, in a different episode, so it'll, we'll have more time. Let me text our guest real quick. Uh, let me see, because I thought he was supposed to be ready. But I don't think he's there. And then, well, I can start us off, okay. and then if he comes right. in, you go ahead. Yeah. Arnold Palmer Bayhill. By the way, you see my hat? Got a little. Uh, what are, so confusing. Oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. A little Bayhill logo right here. Love it. Okay. Love the Arnie hat. Go All right, on. so yeah, we are at the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week in Orlando, mm. Florida. At Bay Hill Club, it is playing 7,454 yards. It is a par 72. We've got 123 players in the field this week. Remember, it's an invitational, so it's a a little bit smaller field than you might see in your normal, regular PGA Tour event. But we still get T65, and ties will make the cut after 36 holes. Bermuda pretty much tee to green here. They do overseed the rough uh, with rye, and they can get this rough up... uh, Pretty damn thick, I can tell you that. But we've seen recently, kind of around some of the hazards, they've shaved the rough a little bit, made it a little bit like a little bit quicker as far as the runoffs. So it brings some of the they used to kind of the players used to sort of use that as sort of a a buffer, but now it just kind of runs off into some of these hazards and and uh, bunkers. Um, as far as the greens, though, they are definitely running quick. Typically, they run about twelve on the stump. That's all I'm really gonna say because you know what. Here's the thing. We got this expert coming on that knows a lot more about this course than me, and I don't want to say anything that's going to – he's going to immediately say, Pat, you are totally wrong in what you just said, so I'm going to cut myself off to give our boy – well, I'll, I'll let you introduce the guest, uh, DB, but uh, then we can talk about stats and everything else and plays and blah, 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 blah. Fantastic. Uh, so we have a new guest tonight that uh, you guys have never – you've never seen him before. You've never seen him on the Tour Junkies podcast before. He's a friend, he's a, a loyal follower and listener of the Tour Junkies podcast, been a PGA Tour caddy for over 10 years, knows these golf courses very, very well, um, and he's just a great guy. He's actually, he's going to be popping in the Tour Junkies uh, podcast a little more often, and we're excited to have him. Uh, Producer Sam, if you could go ahead and bring up Mr. Caddy John Rathouse House. What up, dude? You're muted. Oh, we're starting off on fire. (laughs) He's handsome, though. Look at him. Still can't hear you. Handsome devil. Look at that guy. Well. Okay, producer Sam working with him. Producer Sam is working with him. Let me tell you something about John, though. So John's been, uh, again, doing this about 10-plus years on the PGA Tour. He's going to be uh, in the Nut Hut. I'm really excited about that. Me and Pat have been talking to him about it. Like I said, he's a loyal TJ guy, and we've already got him set up in the Nut Hut. So if you see Caddy House, that is John in the Nut Hut. So he's going to be every week. Uh, he's going to come into our Caddy Info channel on the Nut Hut, and he's going to write up some key things about every golf course each week. Again, he knows he's very well. He's caddied on a bunch of them. Um, he knows what to look for. And he's also going to tell us a little bit about like, like when we're being stupid, we're being idiots. If we're like, oh yeah, 
you know, you need to watch out for this grass or these whatever. You know, he's just going to be like, guys, that is completely false. So uh, John's going to be in there mixing it up in the Nut Hut, mainly in the caddy info. You might catch him chatting around in the Nut Hut chat or whatever. You can ask him some questions. It may show up on a Wednesday night occasionally as well and, and mix it up in the live chat with us. But for the most part, you're going to catch him in the caddy info section and, and hear a lot about what he thinks on these golf courses. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be an added bonus to the Nut Hut. I'm really excited about that. Yet another reason to sign up for the Nut Hut, you get free access. Well, not free, but $10 a month is almost free to, uh, to old Caddy John. Do we have him? No, I think he's dropping expletive. Okay. Sam, just whenever we get it figured out, we can just bring him up. Um, anyway. I think it's a good reason to be in the Nut Hut is more, more caddy info with caddy John. Pat, uh, you're getting into Bay Hill a little bit. You know, it's this, we do know it's a second shot golf course, which a lot of golf courses on the PJ Tour are. We know it's Florida Bermuda Greens. We know it's, uh, you know, we know that wind is a big factor. We know that, um, you know, it's a Florida style course, bunkers, water everywhere, all that good stuff. So it's your typical Florida track. It's probably, I would think, similar to what we saw at concession. Last year played really tough with Terrell Hatton winning at like four under. I think there were four names under par. It was quite blustery. Um, it was very windy. I mean, you had 25 mile per hour plus winds. So I don't know if last year is a year that you're going to you know, judge everything off of. But the course can play very difficult. Um, you know, I do think that you need to look at some of the corollary courses, your Florida courses like PGA National. I think you look at Sawgrass. I think you look at Doral. Um, you know, those are some courses that if you're wanting to that, you know, that corollary course to look at that I, I would, um, you know, just pay attention to. But, you know, the fairways are pretty wide here. They're not very difficult to hit. But I do think you can see a lot of different players um, play well here. You look at the past champs, Terrell Hatton. You mentioned Francesco Molinari, not you know particularly known to hit it that far. He won it in 2019, Rory in 2018, Leishman in 2017, another you know really good win player, but not necessarily you know that long off the tee. And then Jason Day in, in 2016, and before that you had Matt Every win two years in a row. Okay? Matt Every, Matt yeah. Every isn't scaring anybody on the course when he walks up to the first tee. Okay, but he he knows this course, he knows it well. So I do think that 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 means something. I think form, and I think that you know knowing this course and some course history does uh, does matter some this week. So that's something I'll look at also. But um, he won it three hundred to one the second time as the defending yeah. champ. He arrived, Matt Every. As the defending champion arrived at three hundred to one in twenty fifteen, and he won again. Insane. Uh, Bay Hill is definitely uh, has definitely paid Matt Every's bills. Um, all right, let's get into this. So obviously you're gonna have you're gonna have a high percentage of six of six, a little bit higher percentage of six of six lineups in DFS with the you know smaller field and top sixty five and ties getting through. Um, Let's talk about it, Pat. Oh, my God. I have a massive eyelash in my eye. This is a great... We're off to a roaring start on your birthday. Uh. I'm about to lose my eye. Um, <clears throat> let's start. 9K and above range. We're going to give you three GPP or tournament plays and a fade. Uh, you know, we, we can take our time a little bit. We can bathe up in it a little bit because we're not trying to rush and get to the betting stuff. And, you know, it's a separate show. So we can kind of bask in it for a second. You know what I mean, Pat? I'm excited about that. Um, Pat, birthday boy, I'm going to let you have the, uh, I'm going to let you have the honors, bud. Wow. I was about to bask in this beer that I'm pouring right now. Um, 
By the way, you know, the last few shows, I've cr- tried to really take it easy on the show, but um, tonight I'm going to probably get a little bit drunk. But that's just that's just what, yes! what's going to happen. It's been a while. Yeah, you're overdue I've for that. I've done it on the show. But uh, I'm probably going to do it. But for me, I am going to start with Victor Hovland at 10-6. I love him this week, and I love him just – if you look at the way he's been playing lately, it has been absolutely incredible. I mean, the guy has – I don't even fin- think he's finished outside of the top 10 in an event in like uh, two freaking months, it seems like. I mean, you look at his last few. He was T2 last week, T5 at the Genesis, and then T2 at the Farmers. The guy just continues to play well. You look at the stats. I mean, he is um, – he's definitely looking good there. He's number one in the field in ball striking. He's 14th in strokes gain approach, third off the tee, number one in greens and reg- regulation. Now, his putting. Is a little bit suspect on Bermuda grass, but I don't care. Uh, the guy is just playing fantastic. I love him at 10-6. And then I'm going to jump down to another guy that I've been just – I'm going to ride him until he bucks me, and that is Matthew Fitzpatrick at 9,800. Wow. I like him as well. Same thing as Victor Hovland. He's 13th in the field in ball striking, checks the box and approach, also off the tee. Now, he does putt a lot better on Bermuda grass. He is fifth in the field in putting on Bermuda so at 9,800 for tournament lineups, I will play some Fitzy. As a matter of fact, if you want to play him in cash, I'm going to give you a cash play. I will play Matthew Fitzpatrick as a cash play this week. And then I'm dropping down to a guy that, you know what? I didn't believe him. I didn't believe in him. And I lost a bet because of him. And I still don't know what he looks like. I still, he's, he still confuses me. I think one day, I think it's actually Jason Day. And then I think he's Jason Knight. Like DB said, but I'm going to take him this week at 9,200. Another guy, you know, you look at his ball striking. He's he's doing well there. Also off the tee, 22nd in the field. He's 28th in greens and regulation, top 10 in the field in putting on Bermuda. And his form has been good. His history here is good. He knows this course well. So I like Jason Day as a GPP play this week. And then I'm going to just, I got to fade Tommy Fleetwood. I'm flating Fleetwood. Flating Fleetwood. Uh, at 9,000. And it's really just everything. I don't, there's nothing that makes me want to play him other than he's going to probably be super low owned for a, for a guy of his caliber. Um, but I just haven't seen anything recently that, that makes me want to put my money on him, whether it's on a bet, whether it's in DFS, in a tournament, whatever. I, I'm not, I don't want to do it. So Fleetwood will be my fade this week. So there you go. Okay, Pat. Well, this is a very interesting. Uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation because there's there's some definite agreement here. But before we get into that, you know, I got to say last last week we we had this super chat phenomenon in the live YouTube chat that went bananas, and we ended up getting three hundred dollars raised in the super chat um, because you have your little worshippers in the general nonsense chat on, on in in the Nut Hut. and they started throwing in dollars, and then I had a couple. I had like two people who helped pay up. And we gave all the money to my wife's charity, 28 Bold, uh, and now it's coming in again. It started off with our boy Helm, who I know is a very active leader, uh, maybe ca- you could say lieutenant, maybe captain uh, in the Pat's Army in the General Nonsense section. And he, he sends a message, happy birthday to our savior, Patrick H. Perry, hashtag nonsense. And he donated $69, uh, $69. And then Ryan Miller follows it up with a super chat at nineteen ninety nine US dollars. Happy birthday to our savior, Pat H. Perry. Hashtag nonsense. I just I can't get over the freaking savior stuff. It's really we really 
it's not. It's good. really beautiful. No, beautiful it's, stuff. It's it's not. Um, Dookie. Anyway, that's what I think it is. Pat, um, man, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna clean sweep this because the three names that I wrote down. Uh, the first one was Victor Hovland, and I mean, what can you? The guy is playing so good right now. You talked about it. The chip uh, on Sunday was amazing. He could have won the thing if not for the what eight or nine that he got. On, he made on it eight how, on on eighteen on Saturday. He's like one of the last finishers on Saturday. Makes an eight. He smiles like he just took the best hit of weed he's had in forever after the eight. I mean, it was a great, it was like, I was like, he does not care. And then he just comes back and is just, it's amazing. Or maybe that was Friday night. Sorry, that was Friday. Night. I think it was Friday. I mean, his, uh, his game's so good right now. Now I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the chalkiest name. Up. I mean, I think everybody, but I mean, why, how can you not play him? Like, I just feel like, huh, like last week was a week to fade the chalk because you know, it's a WGC event. There's so much volatility. There's not a cut. I, I don't know if I can bring myself to fade Victor Hovland. He's just playing so freaking good. And the approach play, which is so critical here, the, the form he's in, I mean, I, it's really the, the off the tee game is incredible too. Not, not enough people are talking about that. I'm just going to play him. I think I'm going to play him no matter what. I mean, he'd have to get like 35% for me not to play him. I'm sure Ben's going to look for every reason to make him the chalk bomb, but there's no way you could do that. There's absolutely no way you could do that. He's just too good right now. He's too hot right now. Victor Hovland, what a stud. Um, so I can't help but play him. I'm right there with you with Matthew Fitzpatrick. At first, I got to be honest. So I was looking at this. I was like, ah, 9,800 for Fitz? I don't know. But then the more I looked at it, you talked about how good the approach play's been. I mean, he's sixth in this field in the last 50 rounds, strokes game putting on Bermuda. Um, so we always know the putter's great. He played good last week. Like I'm just, I think 9,800, like I'll pay it, you know, I'm, I'm going to pay it for Fitz. I think it's a good move. I think he's a, he's a good option here, uh, especially with wind potentially being a factor one or two days here. And this may be turning into, you know, I, it's not going to be a four under win, but it's probably not going to get to like 16 under, you know, or 17 under it might, but I don't really see that happening. I think it's going to be you know, similar to like a Genesis, uh, you know, 14, 15 under might win it. Fitz loves this place too. He absolutely loves this place. He talked about it. Um, and then from there, I am going to play for the first time this year. I'm going to play Jordan Spieth at 93. Oh, I thought you might go that route. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give it a shot. I wonder if people will maybe go somewhere else just for the lack of Bay Hill experience that Jordan Spieth has. This is not a regular stop on his rotation. Um, but I mean, even in the last in the last 24 rounds, you know, one one thing that we we I don't know if we talked about, but we should have is how important par five scoring is. Um, and the par five series, you got to eat. He is fifth in this field in the last 24 rounds in par five scoring. Um, I think, you know, and again, going, going back to like the potential that this turned into a little more difficult, maybe a little bit of a grind fest. Uh, I, I just like that potential. It's kind of open off the tee, I'm pretty sure. That allows Jordan to spray it a, a touch, and I'm okay with that. The iron play has been sharp. I, I feel like I might get a little bit of 
you know, slightly lower owned Jordan uh, at, at, you know, at, at a place where I think he could win it. And, um, you know, it has, has the guts to, to pull it off in this kind of field. So uh, I'm going to go with Fitz, Hovland, and Spieth. My fade, and then we're going to try our guest. I think, I think we might have John. My fade is going to be the top player, and that's Rory. I don't, I, I'm, it's tough to pay up for him when you consider that he hasn't won in over a year. He's not won a golf tournament in over a year. Now, he did, he did play well last week. I kind of backdoored a sixth-place finish. The value's not great. If I'm going to go up that high, I'd actually rather play Bryson this week than Rory. Uh, I think you're going to get him a little better ownership. In the last 24 rounds, Rory, 61st in approach, 56th in around the green, and only 25th in par 5 scoring, which you wouldn't think that would be the case with Rory. In the last 50 rounds, putting on Bermuda, he is 44th in this field. Now, he has a great Bay Hill record. I understand that. But at that price, you need Rory to finish top top four, top five in DraftKings scoring, which obviously he's very capable of doing it any week. But I think I'd rather take my chances, go down, eat the chalk with Hovland, find some leverage somewhere else, and just let Rory go this week. So uh, I think that's what I'm going to plan to do. Now let's plan on seeing if we continue our technical difficulties. And let's bring in Caddy John. Oh, what's up, fellas? All right, Caddy John in the house. What's oh, up, dude? I'm so sorry about that. Was it technical difficulties on your side? I think I had it open on my computer, too, and then I had to use my phone because I got this janky old computer. So I think it was my bad, but Sam figured it out. I'm sorry to do that to you on your birthday, Pat. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, no worries. We're glad. You- listen. I, if anybody knows, you know what it's like to have technical difficulties. Yeah, it's me. That's true. So I don't need to be talking about anybody. I can't. I can't give you any kind of shit for that. That's for sure. Okay. Well, I was thinking about this heading in, you know, and maybe I just got in my own head a little bit. I was like, how, how could I compare this on tour? Like, I feel like I'm like the first alternate in the tournament, and some <laughs> big name withdrew, and like I have to go to the tee, and it's like, you know, Mickelson and Justin Thomas. Hmm. Mm. Which one? Are, like me and Pat or Mickelson, Justin Thomas? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just throwing two superstars oh, yeah. out there. Oh, for and, sure. Pat's you know. clearly Phil in this scenario, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. That's, uh, that's, that's very nice of you to say. Yeah, be like Phil. Give us a like. Hit the like button while we're talking about Phil. Be like Phil. Give us a thumbs up on the, in the YouTube page here. All right, John, uh, talk to us a little bit. I kind of teed you up. I talked about your background. talked about your presence in the Nut Hut incoming. And, yeah, but but let the people know. You know, you've never been on the show before, so tell people a little bit about the caddy and background, a little bit about yourself, and then uh, and then you know, tell us what you know about Bay Hill, buddy. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I'm from uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I've been a caddy on the PGA Tour the last 16 years, really. Um, started in '04, and you know, had a number of bags over the years. Mainly uh, came up with John Merrick, and then I jumped on to Brett Wetterick for a while, and then was with. Seamus Power, who I know mm-hmm. is a is a show favorite, mm-hmm. and then uh, was with Martin Laird here recently. So uh, definitely have some experience around these golf courses. And then my wife and I had a baby recently, so I'm kind of back home now, Congrats. and you know, I'm kind of getting into this uh, fantasy game a little bit. I'm uh, the Caddy Network, which you guys should all subscribe to, follow on Twitter. I've been doing some stuff for them, and then you guys have tapped me too, and so I'm excited to be working with you guys. Love it, man. Love it, John. Yeah, John's doing some stuff for the Caddy Network. Uh, just kind of previewing the golf courses, but um, gonna gonna be in the Nut Hut on on uh, talking about some stuff in the Caddy Info Channel, right? 
Yeah, I've I've got my stuff ready to post for tomorrow. Some you know some inside info on Bay Hill specifically. You know some things that I've learned over the years. Uh, don't have a great track record at that golf course, but certainly know it. I've, I've caddied a handful of times and on the weekend some too, and 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 definitely have a familiarity with some of the players and and also the caddies. And so going to try to drop some of that knowledge and help you guys like put together some good teams if you if you know if it makes sense to you yeah yeah well look man don't don't be too hard on yourself about the history dude like you're not swinging the stick right you're just you know you're, <laughs> well you're, i'm ki- that's right i'm curious about what you guys think about that like not to get off topic but what what do you guys think about caddies and, and how they contribute to you know players and if there's any correlations there or if anything matters if a guy's caddy's not there that week or anything like that hmm well, Pat, I will say that well, Pat um, being the, the most OCD person alive, I'm going to jump ahead of him here. If Pat were the player and and anything was off with his caddy, you, you could you could you could just in Sharpie just DF, D, DFL in next to Pat's name if that were to happen. He would he'd be so out of sorts because his regular person wasn't there. You know, it, it would be impossible, impossible. It would shake him. Yeah. That's that's actually very true. Yeah, I mean, I, I like things to be in order, and so if for some reason my cat and I was a, you know, I was a tour player. Every, you know, I would it would be I may probably just withdraw. I probably would just withdraw. I'd be like, I'm not doing this. But I do think caddies are extremely important for one, and I also think that um, if a player doesn't have his caddy or something's you know off there, you know, who knows? I mean, we we know that nowadays too with COVID and everything else, you yeah. don't know what can happen from a week to week standpoint. I do think it's important for that regularity, you know, on tour to have your guy every single week. So, it's, and also when you get older, like me, when you're 44, regularity is also a good thing to have. Okay. So we're, <laughs> we're talking about all kinds of things for, for people here. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, um, yeah, big fan of what the caddies do and how they do it, because I think you guys do, um, a very professional job, a job that is, is um, something that's not to be overlooked. And you also are that different set of eyes for these guys that they just don't, I mean, they're, they're studs at what they do in playing golf, but they don't see all the things that you do on a week to week basis on tour. So yeah, I think that a caddy is very important for a player and how well they're going to play that week. Cool. I was just curious what you guys thought. Um, Man, we're getting continued super chats donations here. Pat 2.0, Chris Perry donates uh, $100, 99 dollars to the uh, to the 28 bold. Awesome, thank you there. John gave us another 10 bucks. Somebody else earlier I missed. Uh, Dylan Garassi gave us 10 bucks. Appreciate it, fam. You guys are the best. Um, all right, John, tell us what you know. My son is in the chat again. Yes. Okay. We know. This is <laughs> we know. What what is my son doing in the chat again? <laughs> what is what is happening here harrison harrison wait a second let me let me look at harrison you have 10 minutes and then you have to be in bed it, it's lights out okay <laughs> this is a real professional operation that we've run sorry down. go ahead anyway um, go all right ahead. john <laughs> tell us what you think about bay hill now 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 don't give out all the gold because we got to yeah. save some of it for the nut hut you know what i mean well i i'll tell you this i was thinking about it like i think if you ask players on tour like what's your favorite golf course like bay hill wouldn't even be on a top five or a top 10 list like Mm. it's just i it's not a very pretty golf course and it it's kind of unfair at times i feel like the way that it plays Mm. so you know you've got these i mean i was talking to a couple caddies that are there this week the roughs up so i think it's going to be the normal bay hill that we're all used to seeing 
Um, you know, the rough's high. The fairways aren't too narrow, but the angles can be kind of weird. So, you know, it's not always easy to hit fairways, but you get it in the fairway, and then you're coming into these very firm greens that are pretty darn small. And, you know, you've got high rough around the greens too. So it's one of those courses where, I don't know, it just, it's, it's, it's not my favorite course on tour. And I think it plays really hard. And I was looking at the forecast this week with that kind of north, northeast wind. The temperatures are going to be a little bit cooler. And I, I kind of overheard you guys talking before I jumped on that it is going to be one of those weeks where I think maybe not that four under is going to win, but it's going to be closer to 10. And it's going to be kind of a, a marathon, not a sprint, in my opinion. Love that. How does the, um, how does the Tiff Eagle Bermuda kind of, when, when you think of like, typical florida grainy bermuda would you say that's mm-hmm. kind of how this th- these greens look yeah uh, yeah they're they're grainy florida um i don't know you know that I, I struggle to say whether which ones are grainier than others um the ones at the honda really come to mind as being pretty grainy um i think these are kind of very slick and sometimes you get the the grainy where it's like it, it depends on the time of day, and then it depends on kind of the type of putt you have, whether it's going to be affected by the grain tremendously. So, I mean, anytime you're in Florida, grain's a part of it. And I think these get so fast and so windswept this week that um, down grain so fast, mm. you know, and then, you know, you get those side grain ones where you're having to kind of, you know, factor things in. It's, it's always a challenge putting on Bermuda. What, uh, off the tee, you mentioned, you, you talked to some folks saying the rough's up a little bit, obviously with firm greens, not ideal to, you know, just kind of us open Bryce in this thing and, and try to just bang it down there and, and, and hold onto these greens. you think? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. I, I think I read somewhere, I heard somewhere that on tour out of, if you hit it in the rough at Bay Hill, it's the hardest greens to hit in regulation from there on in. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that bomb and gouge thing isn't going to work. You might get away with it for a day, and you might get away with it for certain hole locations and certain wind directions. You know, if it's into the wind and you kind of have that extra and you have a back pin, like maybe you can feed something back there. Great. But by and large, for an entire tournament, if you're missing a lot of fairways, you're, you're not going to be overly competitive this week. You think, uh, you think Bryson's going to go for it off the tee on, uh, what is it, 18? Cut the On 18? Is it uh, the par five? No, oh, the par five is uh, 16. 16. Yeah, and that'll be playing downwind. And so I don't know. I haven't been there in a couple of years, but I know guys are bombing it down there. He'll probably have driver pitching wedge on that hole. And I don't know. Maybe he can hit it into the water there. I mean, it's got to be 400 yards to reach it, maybe more. Mm. Mm. But, but that hole, you know, that hole is interesting, and you'll see it on the weekend. You play it downwind, you're like, oh, downwind par five, this is going to be cake. And yeah, you hit a good tee shot, but then they put a front pin on you and you're going over water, downwind, down grain. All of a sudden, you're in the back of the green and you've got this slick little downhill lag to the water. So yeah. it, it's, a, it's, a tricky, it's a tricky golf hole uh, and it's a tricky golf course. John, do you still think, um, you know, when you look at this course, I know it's like measures almost 7,500 yards, but you know, when you're looking at just initially this, this week, you know, the type of player that can mm-hmm. win here, do you still think it's almost anybody? Yes. You know, or, yeah. hundred percent. When you look at the leaderboard here uh, from years past and, and you look at the type of guys that play well here, 
Um, it it suits all styles of games, and you know, much like Sawgrass does, you know, um, length definitely comes in handy. But I think ball striking wins out here. Love it, Caddy John. Uh, tell us, uh, you know, what is it? Twitter is that what you're mainly on? What's the Twitter handle? Pump up what you got going on. Yeah, um, yeah. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Rathouse R A T H O U Z, and then the Caddy Network. Like I said, give us a follow there. Uh, we've got all sorts of cool content that's you know related to, to guys caddying on tour, and then I've been posting some videos on Tuesdays, and then again on Friday, just kind of with some picks for the week and stuff for fantasy golf. Love it, man. And John's going to be a uh, familiar face here on the podcast as well as uh, weekly in the Nut Hut. So hit him up, make him feel welcome in the hut. And uh, John, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for Yeah, cheers. Time. Yeah, happy birthday, Pat. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, John. All right, have a good show, guys. See you, dude. Red House, Caddy John. He's the man. Uh, we really appreciate him. All right, let's pick it up where we left off. Actually, before we do that, let's, let's hear another voicemail. Speaking of caddies, uh, Pat, we did have a, another regular caddy on the Tour Junkies podcast, call and leave you a voicemail and actually put a little effort into this. You know, a lot of, let me just tell you guys a little inside info. Outside of John here, most caddies, they don't put a lot of effort into anything outside of caddying. Like, that's kind of what they do. They're, you know, they're known for that, right? This guy put in a little bit of effort and I I really appreciate him for it and making you feel special, I hope. And, uh, you know, let's, let's hear this next happy birthday voicemail here. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Go, Pat. It's your birthday. We're going to party because it's your birthday. We're going to sip rosé like it's your birthday. And, you know, we don't give a funk because it's your birthday. You can find him at the club making lots of dubs. Look, Pat, I got some tips if you want to stop being a scrub. And I think he's in a sex and probably making love. But we got to ask his wife. If she gets taken care of, <laughs> go, 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 Pat. It's your birthday. We're going to party because it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Pat. I love you. Brett Swedberg. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Brett Swedberg. Oh, Ryan sweaty. That was awesome. Uh, you can always count on Swedberg to bring whatever you're talking about. You could be talking about. You could be talking about giving a, giving a piece of bread to a duck. You could be talking about buying an extension cord because you need one. Or you could be talking about, you know, uh, looking at a National Geographic and not the nudie pictures. And Swedberg is going to bring it back to sex. That's just what he does. So, he does that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Swedberg. We appreciate that. That was a beautiful message from a beautiful man. If y'all, if y'all have never seen Swedberg, that's a beautiful man. There's some handsome caddies out there, man. I mean, I tell you what, dude. There's some handsome caddies. You got a woman, you need to hide them from the caddies out there. All right, let's talk 8K range, Pat. I'm not in love with this range. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not in love with it. There are two names that were pretty clear for me here. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there'll be a little chalk. I don't care again. I, I guess I'm going to differentiate down here at the bottom. Uh, but I'm going to go with Francesco Molinari, a, uh, a former champion, who's striking the ball rather well right now. And, and based on what our friend... Swedberg just said, uh, I think it suits him even, even better. So one of the things I looked at is I looked at on Fantasy National, I kind of sorted by the last five years, uh, strokes gained ball striking at Bay Hill specifically. I want to know tee to green, but 
throwing out around the green. So off the tee and approach, who are the best players in this field over the last five years? And Francesco Molinari ranks 13th in that category. Um, this, this course is not too big for him, obviously, as a winner. And I think it's a safe bet right now, considering the recent form as well for Molinari, coming off uh, a T8 at the Genesis, top 10 at the Farmers a little while ago, too. So I like Molinari. And then I'm going to go back to the, I'm going to go back to him, man. He kind of disappointed me a little bit. He came out hot in the beginning of, of uh, I think, on Thursday last week. But Mark Leishman uh, just kind of couldn't, God, he kept making big numbers, which concession definitely had some big numbers lurking. Uh, but he just made too many big numbers last week and didn't really finish like I wanted him to. He ended up finishing T39. But uh, when you look at that strokes gained ball striking number at Bay Hill over the last five years, Leishman ranks seventh in ball striking. Also a former winner, finding his form all over again in 2021. Checks a box par five scoring, putting on Bermuda, stroke tain approach. That's just kind of it for me. Like, I mean, there's a couple of names in here that I'll be like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't mind it. But those two for me really stood out and that's that's where I wanted to go in the AK range my fate is Billy Horschel the $8,900 price tag for Florida Gator Billy Ho friend of the podcast friend of the tour junkies good guy um but he is a Gator fan he's a Florida Gator I, I don't like the price in this field in in the strength of field that you have here at Bay Hill don't love it and in the last 24 rounds he's 105th in this 100 and what 21 man field in strokes gain approach that's not good 60th around the green and 45th in par five scoring. He's really putting stupid well. Okay. And um, yeah, it, last week was the first time in eight measured events that he was positive in the strokes gained approach uh, metric, which may mean he's on the, he's on the upswing, but 8,900 for Billy Ho. No, thank you. Even if ownership is like 5%, I think I'm out not doing it. Well, I am going to start it off. Then and then I will just counteract the play you just said, and I'm going to play Billy Horschel at 8900. I like him a lot. He's one of my GPP plays. We could make him. We could make a bet here ooh, if you want to. Ooh. We need to make and, come up with something. And we have a new but bet like, tool. We have a new bet tool. Yeah, I like Billy Horschel to play extremely well this week. As a matter of fact, I was not really feeling some Billy Ho uh, last week, but we had a few astute Nut Hut listeners who were on him. And they kind of got me thinking about him. And I'm, you know what? I like him again this week. If we're talking about, you know, a Florida course, you know, one that, you know, he's a Florida guy, obviously. He's used to playing on Bermuda and these type courses. I think, I don't, I know the price is a little bit high, but I don't mind that. I like him a lot at 8,900. You know, I do, I, I noticed that strokes gained approach number, but greens and regulation, he's 12th in the field. He's ninth in strokes gained off the tee, top 10 in putting on Bermuda. I think, Billy Ho makes a lot of sense this week in tournament lineups. So as long as he's not too highly owned, I will play him at 8,900. He's not going to be too now, highly owned. No, we, we got to talk about this. He's not going to be too highly owned. We, we have time to talk about this, so we're going to do it. He's not going to be highly owned, um, I don't think, because of the price. I, I don't see it happening. Uh, not to mention that last week was the first week in eight measured events that he was positive in strokes game approach. He also gained 5.6 strokes putting last week, which, again, Bermuda, he's, he, he's familiar with Bermuda, that's for sure. But even, even on his best Bermuda days, he's not going to average. Like, there's some regression potentially coming there with the flat stick. And I just don't, at 8,900, Pat, like, 
do you think it's hard to say there's going to be a lot of regression for a guy who traditionally puts extremely well on Bermuda grass? Well, even guys who put extremely well on Bermuda don't 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 gain five strokes. Well, they regress, but it, but but if you're looking at it over time, that you know, there's less reason to say he's going to regress when he has a his, history of playing of putting extremely well on Bermuda. Um. This is funny. Spazbite in the in the live chat says loser gets a Florida Gator tattoo on the lower back. I can tell you yeah, right well, now that's never that would never in a million in a million years in a, in a million of those years happen. Um, but we do make a bet here, Pat. I say we make a bet. I, I think at eighty nine hundred, you need Billy Ho. I mean, what you count on a on a top fifteen, top twenty, a top twenty. Okay, I say he finishes top twenty, or no? I say he finishes. I say he finishes t twenty one or worse. You say he finishes t twenty. Well, then give me the twenty number. I want the twenty, not like a nineteen. I want twenty. Okay, I just gave you the twenty number. Yeah, I gave you the twenty. Yeah, let's see that. All right, twenty or better. I'll take it. And so, producer Sam, I'm about to maybe throw you off here for a second because I want to play a video clip here, uh, or whatever this thing we have. So we've been waiting on this, a, a Pat and DB bet to, to go down, okay? And we have this special thing that's going to tell us. It's got a bunch of different, it's got a bunch of different uh, penalties, penalties. So let's, let's spin the wheel, okay? And whatever it lands on, whoever loses has to do what, uh, whatever the wheel says. So here we go. Okay, well, that sucked. Um, Jaggummit. The technical difficulties tonight are just out of this world. What is wrong with the wheel? Let's, let's, let's try one more time. Let's try one more time. Here we go. Mother F, what is going on? Producer Sam uh, in the chat, tell us tell us what it landed on, and we'll 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 go from there. Good God! Anyway, Billy Horschel bet. Jeez, what are we even doing? Should we just stop? Should we just quit? Okay, seven K range. Let's get to it, Pat. Who do you like in the seven K range? Three tournament plays and a fade. Okay, well, um, good lord. Oh, okay, I'm I, getting I, word in my ear. I'm getting word in my ear. It landed on a shoe shot. So one of us has to take a shot of alcohol from a shoe on next week's show live. We will not do that in a video. We'll just do it live so it doesn't crash on us. So one of us is taking a shot. In a shoe. One of, yeah, a used shoe. So like, go grab your Monarch and fill it up with some bourbon when Billy Ho finishes T21 or worse. Okay, all right. Um, I would rather well, do that than start- the ranch water shot that I had to take a few months ago. Yeah, that wasn't very good. Um, all right, in the 7K range, I'm going to start with a guy that has just been on fire, and that is Cameron Tringali at 7,700. You look at par 5 scoring, one of the things you talked about uh, earlier in this show, he's top 10 in the field there, top 10 in ball striking. This is over your last 24 rounds. He is third in the field in strokes gained approach. 
and top 15 also in greens and regulation. I love Cameron Tringali. The guy's just been on fire lately. His form has been great. So I will play him at 7,700. And then here's another guy I never expected I was going to write down again this year. Mm. Uh, and that is Charlie Hoffman Ooh, at 7,600. Course history, you look boy. at it. Look, the guy has great history. I know that. But his form has gotten better. Now, there were some injury scares earlier in the year. But if you just look at it, he battled it out. He didn't even just quit. I like what he did. I mean, the guy didn't, you know, he had injuries and he still played and he's played well recently. And you look at the stats, he is top 15 in the field in ball striking, top 25 in strokes gained approach, 12th in strokes gained around the green, no, sorry, strokes gained off the tee, third in greens and regulation, putts well on Bermuda. I like some Charlie Hoffman at 7,600. I think he is going to be a good play this week. And then if we move down to the bottom here at, where am I? 7,000. My boy, Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. He's going to be a play that is going to win. I love him this week. Wyndham clip, Clark. Clip that, again. clip that. Let me tell you something. This guy's just, he's, he's, he's going to win this year, I think. And I think on a Florida course for sure. Look, he was the 54-hole leader at PGA National, the Honda Classic, just a couple years ago in 2019. He's been in good recent form lately. You look at the stats. I mean, the guy is just, uh, I mean, across the board, he's looking okay. I like him. You know, he's 40th in the field in par five scoring. He's 15th in the field in strokes gained around the green. You know, 25th or 24th in Bermuda uh, putting. I think Wyndham Clark is another good play, cheap at 7,000. I like him as a bet as well, so I will play him this week. And then my fate is going to be Siwoo Kim at 7,500. Look, here's the thing about Siwoo. You missed the boat, okay? Siwoo comes and he goes. You know? (laughs) Siwoo, when when Siwoo's in form, you play. When he's not, he's like he said, we've heard before, Siwoo go home. (laughs) And Siwoo went home, okay? He's, He's home now. Doing whatever. I mean, you may actually see him on the course, but in his mind, he's home and so, until he comes back. And he'll come back, and we'll. But you, you did not pick him at the right time if you play him this week. You missed it. So, Siwoo Kim is my fade at 7,500. If you want better reasons, I'll give them to you later in the nut hut. But, uh, but right now, I just, just don't play him. <laughs> you, you, you missed it. You missed the Siwoo boat. Which, by the way, we were on the Siwoo boat. Yours truly put him up we in, got the, it. in the betting card yeah, just four, three, four weeks ago when he won at 66 to 1. Um, but I wrote down the exact same thing for the fade. Uh, well, if you want a few reasons, he's lost 18.9 strokes total here in five years. He, for whatever reason, he no like Bay Hill. He's awful putting here, especially very bad putting here. Three missed cuts in a 50th since his win. So he won. And then exactly what Pat said, Siwoo went home. He finished uh, 50th and missed three cuts. Um, so uh, what, what was the thing he famously said? One of our caddies told the story. He said, let's go in or like, let's yeah. just go in now or whatever when he wanted to give it up when he was in like fourth place at the Wyndham or something. Yeah, he was uh, like, we go home. We go home. By the yeah. way, I, I've heard some uh, <laughs> chat here in the chat that yeah. I missed my uh, 8K fade. For me, it's Harris English this week at 8,300. I mean, what what's was he the, doing? What the hell? What was he doing, man? God. He had two rounds in the 80s last week. Jeez. I still want video of what happened on that hole where yeah. he, he hit a putt three feet. No, he, no, he like hit two he, chips six feet. 
Yeah, but then he hit a putt like three feet when he had 40 feet to the hole. Now, I've done that before. I have, I have the yeah. yep, sometimes I've done that before. <laughs> but Harris English shouldn't do that. And if he's doing what I do, look, here's how you know how to fade a person. If he does the same things that you do on a course that people might laugh at you and you might be embarrassed and say, like, I, I shouldn't, like, I need to go home right after this hole, then you don't play him. You fade him. Okay. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, if you've smoked a three wood 225 into some old ladies before, you, you need to fade <laughs> that guy. Um, hey, I got it. Speaking of this, we have a quick giveaway we're going to do for the, uh, for the Nut Hut. So we want to give away a free membership to the Nut Hut for April and May. Those are big months. April, little thing called uh, the Masters. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Um, May, ever heard of another major? I think it's the PGA Championship. I can't remember. Um, I have a really bad memory of stuff like that. Anyway, a lot of big golf events in April and May, yeah, and we're gonna May's give PGA Championship. Yeah, we're gonna give you a chance to have a free Nut Hut membership for both of those months. Okay, God. Bless America. My eyelashes are... Um, all right. Here's all you got to do. Just sign up for Monkey Knife Fight. Go to Monkey Knife Fight. If you've not already signed up, go to monkeyknifefight.com. Sign up with the promo code TOURJUNKIES. All one word. Monkeyknifefight.com. Promo code TOURJUNKIES. All one word. Make a deposit. They'll match it up to $50. Here's what you got to do. You sign up with our promo code TOURJUNKIES. Make a deposit. Play a real money game. You could play a $10 game. Okay, you do that, and guess what? Monkey Knife Fight lets us know, and we hook you up with a chance, or not with a chance. You're gonna get if you do it. You get a free membership to the Nut Hut in April and May. So if you do it now, don't like be emailing us. Oh my God, where's my free membership? Like we will get it to you. We'll we'll hook you up at the end of the month, preparing for April and May. You'll get a free Nut Hut membership. It'll be awesome. Excited about it. Really pumped about Monkey Knife Fight doing this thing for us. You know, we're trying to win some money over there. I want a little bit of a, a little bit of a cold snap with the monkey knife fight lock of the week, but I'm still up in dollars. Okay, um, it's it's fun over there. You're picking some props. You're not having to compete against other sharp players. It's just you know you versus the props that monkey knife fight lays out. It's a great site, great fantasy site, uh, and it's legal in almost every state. If you can play DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever, you can play monkey knife fight. So check it out, monkeyknifefight.com. Promo code Tour Junkies, all one word. Make a deposit, play a real money game for like 10 bucks, and you're going to get on the list for a free Nut Hut membership in April and May. All right, 7K range for me, Pat. I tell you what, I'm going to go, I'm going to start with my boy, uh, Taylor Gooch. The Gooch is loose this week at 7,900. I don't know that a lot of people are going to pay up for him given where he is, but he loves this golf course. He plays this course well. He's a great total. Oh my God, what is going on? He's a great mother. He's a great total driver of, of the ball. Um, and loves this course. I'm going to go with Taylor Gooch. I think I'm going to get some ownership leverage there. Then I'm going to drop down, get down low, and give the people some price. I'm going to give the people some savings, Pat. 7,000, Chris Kirk. Ever heard of him? Yeah. Uh, he's a Georgia boy. He's a winner. 27th in this field in strokes gained approach over the last 24 rounds. 26th in par 5 scoring, which surprised me a little bit about Chris Kirk. I didn't think he was going to check that box, but he does. Has played Bay Hill well in the past. So I like Chris Kirk. And then I'm going to go with the old, old faithful, old faithful Orlando man, Ian Poulter. Loves him some Bay Hill, has always played Bay Hill pretty well. Checks the box in the ball striking category that I was mentioning earlier here at Bay Hill. 
Um, just came off, you know, an okay finish at the Puerto Rico, I believe. Let's see, where did he finish at Puerto Rico? Uh, 35th. Okay, whatever. Shook the rust off. Here he is in Orlando. He's a grinder. He's a grinder. If John's talking about, you know, getting up and down, saving pars, you know, um, picking your spots, being in the fairway, that's Ian Poulter. And I think you're going to get a little bit of leverage and you get a price savings of 7,300. So some, some leverage plays, low owned, low cost, Chris Kirk, Ian Poulter, and then I'm going to go up and pay up for, for Taylor Gooch. I don't think a lot of people are going to pay up for there. And I'm fading Siwoo. In the 6K range, I don't love it yet. I might come around on it. I think Matthew Naismith at 6,900 is uh, probably going to be one that a lot of eyes will be drawn to given the current form. You know, the guy's a really solid iron player. Very good iron player. Fun fact, Pat, actually. His coach, his swing coach, Pat's not even paying attention. His, his swing coach is Gary Crescent, who actually has given me golf lessons. Isn't that weird? He coaches out of Augusta Country Club, where you grew up. He's, he's given me lessons before. Has too. he? Yeah. So how about that? Matt Naismith's golf coach has given both of us lessons. That actually may be a reason to fade him. Uh, so I'm go- I like him. I like Brendan Steele down here. Listen, you give me Brendan Steele. I know I say his name a lot, but you give me Brendan Steele, who's a multiple PGA Tour winner, hits it a long way, um, at 6,900, who, if he's in contention, can win in this field, I think that's, that's good for a GPP. I think it's, that's great win equity. Uh, and actually, he's not bad here either. 28th in this field in ball striking at Bay Hill in the last five years. So I think Brendan Steele is interesting coming off of a, a few good finishes here uh, to start the year. Should have won a couple. Uh, Should have won, what was it, the Sony? Should have won that one. So I think Brandon Steele is interesting. Uh, down a little further, uh, Harold Varner III at 6,800 interests me some. But I think a, a really interesting pivot play at 6,800 that a lot of people aren't going to pay attention to, and I like him even more based on what John told us, is Patton Kazire. He, he doesn't have a great record here. Don't, I'm not worried about it. But Patton is playing very, very well right now. Um, he's a tremendous Bermuda putter. He's 11th in this field in strokes gained around the green over the last 24 rounds, 39th in strokes gained off the tee, and get this, 15th in strokes gained par 5 scoring. Patton Kazire in this invitational field in the last 24 rounds is 15th in strokes gained scoring on par 5 and number 1 in strokes gained putting on Bermuda over the last 50 rounds. I really like Kazire at 6,800. I think that is uh, that's a very interesting play from him, and he's been playing okay this year, so that, that's where I'm going. Yeah, I don't mind the Patton Kazire play. As a matter of fact, he kind of popped a little bit for me just based off of you know playing well recently. I think this could be a good course for him, so I'm with you there. Uh, I like Patrick Rogers at 6,800, a guy we've seen play good recently. You look at it, he was T12 at the Genesis, top 30 last week at Puerto Rico, has an excellent course history here. You look at his last, he's played here five years in a row. He missed the cut one time in 2017, but had a T20 in 2016, top seven, or was T7 in, in 2018, T46 in 2019, and then had a top 25 last year. So you get a guy that I know is just erratic as far as where he finishes and whatever else, and you never can pin him right. But this is just one of those courses where Patrick Rogers seems to play well. So I feel like you can be a little bit more confident with him this week at, at 6,800, so I like that. And then Cameron Percy down at 6,500. He's another guy we've seen play extremely well recently. 
Now, he hasn't uh, played this course all that much, but you look at the stats. He's 26 in the field in strokes gained approach. He is fourth in greens in regulation. He's 17th in the field in proximity. Oh, I brought it up just Bleh. for DB. I wanted to bring a proximity stat up there just for you. Um, 52nd in the field in ball striking, which isn't bad for a guy at 6,500. So Cameron Percy a good, in good form. I think he is a great play this week as far as a cheap GPP play at 6,500. And uh, other than that, that's about it for me down here. Love it. Uh, hey, listen, Daniel, but Dan, Danth, I guess, uh, I can't say his last name, $50 in the super chat. Thank you for that. We've raised, uh, almost two, almost $280, uh, in the, in the chat tonight. Again, another 200. Uh, this is amazing. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. That's going all to 28 bold. We'll make the donation tomorrow. Pat, on the way out, we have one more listener voicemail. This is an actual listener that we're going to play. I believe it's a Nut Hut member. We're going to play uh, right here at the end to send you out for this show on your on your birthday episode. Oh my, another fifty dollars coming in. The O silent. Our boy Joe Kepps, I think, is that is I think got right. to believe in the army. Of the army of Pat's army coming in strong. He says green screens from the nonsense this week. Oh God. Joe, I believe actually, Joe, your voicemail is in the is in the betting preview. So heads up. All right, let's 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 have a voicemail on the way out here, Pat. Happy birthday! Here you go. What up, Two J Crew? It's Nuthood member John, aka JJ Jelly O Two. I'm calling to wish a happy birthday to the old man Pat Perry. Old. I really don't know how old he is, but if Oof. I had to guess, I would probably say 60, 61, something like that. <laughs> so the good thing. That's right just absolutely ridiculous. At 60, you can now play from the senior tees, Pat, so that's that's good. Oh, and also I wanted to just remind him uh, to make sure he, he puts a little extra scoop of fiber in that red stripe <laughs> of his and that oatmeal in the morning. So you guys take care. See you in the night. Later. <laughs> Nuthut member John, the, uh, the red stripe reference got me. Uh-huh. I was really happy about that. Was that the Danny Woodhead episode? What was that? That, that was, was the Danny-, Danny Woodhead interview. Yeah. yeah, the one and only time you've ever had Red Stripe on the show. Unbelievable. Uh, Nuthut. Sometimes you just want a Red Stripe, man. I mean, you know, no, I don't know what to say. No, that is not true. Um, Nuthut members showing up strong. Pat's Army showing up strong. Now, I guess, three hundred near $350 raised. Thank you. If you're, um, don't forget, if you're listening to this, we're going to hop over and do another show for the betting preview, talk about some of the outright odds top 20 numbers, blah, blah, blah. Have a good time with that. A few more listener voicemails are going to make that show. If you're watching live on YouTube, we'll be right back up in about five to 10 minutes. May your screens be green for the Arnold Palmer Invitational 2021. Pat, happy birthday. See you. Oh!